Hey, what's up? This is AP Nas tuning in from Brooklyn, New York. We here with Denia Azor Radio, number one in the world, man. <laughs> Let's go. He's done his research. What's going on? Hello, AP Nas. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Good, good. So I met the phenomenal AP Nas on Clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? I- Y'all have heard that a lot. I've met some amazing people on Clubs. Shout out to my girl, Poco Blue. Introduce me to this phenomenal Big talent. Shout out to <laughs> yes. So how did you originally get into music? Originally, like music was something my family could tell you. Like, I remember being young and I heard Bow Wow. And I was like, damn, this is a little kid. And he's rapping. And I... And that was like my dream. They'll tell you, like I used to run around the house, little bow wow. You just don't know, <laughs> like. So, I just love music. I originally got into it, let's say probably like what nineteen twenty. I used to really got into the studio and started recording. Probably twenty twenty one. I started putting out music, doing shows, mixtapes, videos, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So what do you think it was that made you focus? Because there were some kids that were rapping. But what made you like so intrigued with Bow Wow and what he was doing? It was it was really more of like as me thinking about it being older now, I feel like it was just really being able to see someone that looked like me be able to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it just it just struck something in me. Like I, since then, I always music rapping in my head, freestyling, writing down. Even before I could spell the words properly, I'm still writing down, <laughs> writing rap. Some my brother find my rap book. He finds all the misspelled words. <laughs> but yeah, most uh, definitely. I think the biggest thing for me when it came to Bawa was the fact that he was so intentional. I'm making sure that that he had his education, making sure that his grades were good, because mm-hmm. rap was was was, was uh, on the back burner. It wasn't like, oh, I'm a rapper, I can just throw everything else, throw everything else away. It's, it's, like, no, no, no. He had uh, to have his grades on point in order to continue to be an artist, and I think that was really cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely him. And another big thing was Nas. Yes, you know, obviously. I know I can. Be what I want yes. to be. Definitely, that that's something that stuck with me my whole life. Like since I heard that song. So, and explain his- to the people what feeling you got when you heard that record. Because I need people to understand the power of music. I felt like I could do anything, especially that time in music. I was young, but I still remember that time in music. You, you were here. I believe I could fly right after that. So it was like, I could do anything. Like, I always, it was no ifs, ands, or buts. I always knew that I could make it. I will make it. I And I made it. So, like, with music, I always just knew. Like, my mother, I told her from young, like, your son, I'm your lottery ticket. Like, you made it already. <laughs> like, I love it. I absolutely love that. And Lyris is 8P Nas is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So what was the very first song that you, or very first rap that you ever wrote? And what was it about? Do you remember? The very first rap? 
uh, we want a very first full song. Full song that I ever made was a song I had. I released it at the time on like SoundCloud and it's on other platforms too, but it was a song called Check. Okay. And I just remember like I was taking the train. I had to go all the way, the last stop all the way into the Bronx. Uh, my brother, he he set me up with like a job with his one of his friends. He had it, so I had to go all the way to the thing. And truthfully, being where we're from, I could I could find a bunch of different other ways to achieve more than what I'm about to think. But it's just like he, my brother's trying to put me on the right stuff. So I'm like, all right, let me go to work. And I one day I'm on a train and I'm just taking this long train ride and I just said. For the love of the hustle, the grind, the time I shine, I'm flexing, just look at my neck. Need me a cube and a car match and set. Balling so hard, man, I think I'm a vet. Took me some time, but I ran up a check. And then I just kept going from there. But nice. that's one of my first songs. That's like my first complete song. I wrote the hook, verse, probably one of the longest songs I ever wrote, too. <laughs> but it's like on that song, I, I voiced a bunch of stuff that was going I was going through in life friends that I thought that I, I would take a bullet for God forbid but that switched on me a lot of situations even that point in life now even more it's just that was a way of me like venting because I never spoke to anyone I never really told my problems so it was like right music was always my way of that was my only way of venting because I wasn't talking to anyone to tell them what was exactly going on. So that was my only way. If you catch it in my music, you catch it. But I always put like, especially those times, I put so much effort, thought into like every word, every thing is, if you hear it, that's probably a song with 10 years from now, they're still figuring out what I was saying. Absolutely. So what do you think allowed you to stay out of trouble when you were um, when you were younger, because you're talking about how you grew up and all that, what do you think encouraged you to go the right path instead of getting in trouble and doing the wrong things? Mm, my father, my father and my older brothers, but my father always told me something and it like rang with me. He said, don't ever wait for something to happen to you to learn from it. Mm. And he, there's something like he told me from young. I remember that in third grade, fourth grade. I remember since then. So that's something like I grew up different. I was raised different. My mindset is completely like different from a lot of my peers growing up. Not to say I'm better than anyone, just to say like I noticed certain things and I noticed like certain people have a different upbringing. Like I had my father's presence in my life. So even though he probably wasn't there 24 7. But I always know he's a phone call away. I can always talk to my father. He'll sit there, come see me. So it's just like having that influence, having my older brother, my older brother, he was like a father figure to me too growing up. So it's like I never seen him do anything, even though I might not have been the most perfect person, but 
those were two examples, like, especially my father, like what he always said, like, don't wait for something to happen to you to learn from it. So. And that's huge. Yeah. I think a lot of good people don't think about that piece. Right. So like, you know, it's some parents are just like, Oh, you know, you'll learn your lesson soon. Wait. Nah, he, he was one of those parents. He made sure like he not, I wasn't babied or pampered, mm-hmm. but well, when I was younger, yeah, I could. Well, it was I could get whatever. He was the greatest. But like growing up, mm-hmm. I wasn't baby or pampered. He always made sure that we knew the realness of life. He made sure I knew, like, yeah, you might look at someone and rate them at a certain pedestal, and you don't know they probably hate you deep down. So just like I always had my eyes open to certain situations, even what he went through, he ain't. He never involved me in it as a child, but he would make sure I learned from his situation as well. So it just it's just a lot of like knowledge. I really hung around my older cousins, older people. He always that was another thing he said, like when he was growing up, he never really hung around people. He never really hung around kids his age because what are you going to teach me? So I was the same. I was always with the older kids, learning, hanging around them, seeing. So just thank God, God too, right? yeah, and God too, to him mostly. <laughs> Absolutely, I think that's that's a big thing too. You know, you have to have someone that you look up to because mm-hmm. if not, then you're just gonna do what you want to do and not really think about it as much especially when it comes to this business, because being in music is not easy, <laughs> despite what they think. At all, at all. But just got to keep pushing and keep elevating, keep opening up more doors. So so if you could collab with anyone, living or dead, who would it be and why? Living or dead. I could do both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Living probably 50 Cent or Nas. Okay. Who passed? Um, I love a Pop Smoke feature, a track with Pop Smoke while he was like a lot because he was different. Like a lot of people don't really know, like don't really hear it, but he was nice. So a pop smoke and a biggie. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. What do you think is the biggest misconception when it comes to what the general the general public thinks about music, and especially rap artists? It's a lot of people misguiding the youth. So certain people will sit there and say like they did the craziest things knowing they never did it or they saying that they did the most drugs and they did them they're sober completely, like they don't touch a drug if you offer it to them. So it's just like in the public light now they see what you're putting out there to the they see what you're putting out there to the public, to the kids, to the youth, and 
they just find a little disdain with hip hop, but that's not what it's all about. There's a lot of stand up people. There's great artists that you probably never heard of and probably never will just because how the industry is set, how they want a certain music they want to push. So the music is not to say that every rapper is just going to the club, doing drugs, doing all that, but that's what being pushed that's what's being pushed that's what's being put on the front line that's what's hitting the billboard so you can't tell a young person now that's trying that's in the middle of the trenches in the hood you can't tell him not to follow what he sees working or not to try to be like what he like what he see in life you can't because you're hanging it in their face. You're dangling that lifestyle. You're dangling all that stuff in their face. And now when they go for it, what, you're going to tell them, oh, yeah, they were wrong? You can't. But there's always a better way to go about a situation. There's always a right way, a wrong way. And, yeah. No, I, you know, that's why I wanted to ask you because I think when it comes down to music, there's a huge misconception that, you know, Every rapper is balling. They're all going to the club. The third, nah, boo. That's not what's happening. Yeah. That's, not, that's not how any of this works. I promise you. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I've been working with artists for a very long time. And that's, that's, oh, goodness. It's tricky because it's like, you know, you, you see the music videos and the cars and this and that and third, but then you also see them getting sued for that later on because they didn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. What was that part? Yeah, all that. Even me now, when I was first getting into music, I thought it was a walk in the park. You just come with the best, and oh yeah, you're gonna blow up. That music industry is expensive. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot between you don't know if you're getting taken advantage of. It's a lot, like. So you just always got to go in anything, any room with your head on your shoulder, clear mind, and just always step with your best foot forward. Absolutely. Lyrics and songwriter, AP Nas is my guest here on tonight at Azure Radio. And that's the biggest thing, right? You have to do your research mm-hmm. before you do anything. Nobody's reaching out to you on Instagram. Let's be very clear. No one is verified is reaching out to you on Instagram for real. Yep. I got please it. do not sit, please stop sending these people money. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> this is not how you have to be very, very careful. Uh, if you're gonna do a program, make sure if you're gonna get a feature, go to the proper channels. Stop trying to cut corners. Mm-hmm. Y'all losing money for what? Yeah, because you pay somebody thirty thousand, and they're signed, and the label won't clear it. So you just gave him thirty thousand. You got a song that you can listen to. What can't make a dollar from it? Exactly. Yeah, you can you can play at the picnic. Like, yeah. Come on now. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Something like me getting into it. You got to do your research, look into Mm -hmm. the business side. Because being an artist is one thing, but I'm not just an artist. I'm a brand. I'm I'm me. So everything has to correlate with each other, so you, you could get to the next level. Now, you said something that is incredibly important. You said, I'm not just an artist. I'm a brand. Go ahead and tell everybody what else you do besides music. 
I make music. I've got a clothing brand coming up. I'm trying to, I'm in the process of starting my own marijuana company, marijuana business, herbal. I don't know if y'all, well, you, you probably wasn't really paying attention, but I lost almost 50 pounds just. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, I, 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 even my clubhouse days, I was chubby, just sitting down. I just had to really start working out, get my mind right fast, get everything. So I lost. I'm thinking about starting like a wellness channel, um, also like a traveling, because I, I travel a lot. I went a lot of places and I have a lot more places I want to go. I really like love seeing the world. So yeah. So what has been your favorite place to travel to so far? So far, besides where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> yes, besides New York, yes. No, 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 no. My father, I'm half Guyanese, half Jamaican. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, so I love Jamaica, love Guyana, nice. but I don't know. My best vacation was either Cayman Islands or Costa Rica. Really? Yeah. So what made Costa Rica so different? There were people were nice there. It was it was a completely different vibe. Like I've been to Mexico, I've been other places, but Costa Rica, even for the price, the people the environment like it's just so beautiful i went there twice already i think i might still go one more time like i went on i went to san jose and it was beautiful over there i stayed in i stayed in a nice hotel and then i this time i think last year um last december i was in guanacaste Nice. Yeah, so. so you said you also have a clothing brand, or you're, you're looking to start a clothing brand. Yeah. What is going to make your clothing brand stand out above the rest? My strategy of how I want to, like, put it out, my quality, because I wear, I wear good clothes. Like, I always, that's always what I look for. That's always how I dress. So it's just like, I know different quality. I know what's going to, if you wash it 10 times, is it going to look dingy? Or is this going to be something that you could keep forever? So I'm more looking into the quality side of stuff. That's awesome. I love that that you focus on the quality as opposed to, you know, just the just quantity. Anything products. I'm in it and selling now. That's not me. I don't. I don't like to put, I put quality into everything. I do my music, my art, business, anything. I'm putting my quality into it. So who are some of the artists that you've worked with so far? Artists I worked with, I worked with a few. I worked with um, a couple of Brooklyn artists, S.Traparazzi. S. Um, I have a video with, with Smooth Daz. I got, I got tracks with, I got tracks with a couple of Brooklyn people like Kayla James. She's a LA artist, Bagman nice. High. So yeah, I got a couple of tracks with some people. That is definitely what's up. What do you think that if you could have done it all over, 
what's the one thing that you wish you would have known before you started music? One thing I wish I would have known. Hmm. The business side completely. Like even the steps of putting out your music properly, the proper channels to go through. Like there was a lot of stuff I was just learning on the hum, like as I went along, or I probably overhear something or I on Clubhouse. A bunch of stuff I learned on Clubhouse that I did not know about the industry, even way other ways I could have been collecting revenue all this time. So yeah, definitely I would definitely do more homework before even putting out a song, before even another thing is I wouldn't go to any studio because yeah, I wouldn't go to just any studio because there's a lot of people, they get the equipment, they record you, they take your money and send you on your way. That's the end of it. You don't, I wasn't collecting my waves, my chant, like I wasn't collecting the proper files for certain songs. So I still have the audio, but I probably don't have my proper waves. Mm. Master it. It's a bunch of things. You always walk with a hard drive. Yes, that is a big thing. Artists, if you are going to a studio, especially someone you don't know, always, always, always have your hard drives and know to have your wave files, but have all of your files because you paid for that. Yeah, yeah. And you just leaving you just leaving your work, your money on the table. They just and a lot of these engineers, they won't even tell you like, yeah, we can send you a wave. They'll just, okay, what's your email? Or now I'm seeing some of them, they're trying to airdrop your song. I'm like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Nope. Let me get all that on my hard drive. Thank you. The email was okay. The email wasn't that bad. But airdrop? No. Nah. <laughs> right? No. Be these airdrop engineers. We're not doing that. We want physical. We want receipts. We want everything of my song. Because even, I know there's a couple studios I've been to and I hear someone play a song for me, and I'm like, that sounds real familiar. I think I said that. <laughs> like, wow. And it's just it's nothing telling me other than it's the studio. So it's just be careful what studio you go to. Do research if you could. But protect yourself as well and always get your files, your hot walk with your hard drive. You'd be great. I start, I, I'm recently... Started building my own studio in my house, so nice. It's like I really see a lot of times they were just pressing play, record, and taking my money. Right, like wait a minute, this is not how it's supposed to work. Yeah, I'm like, wait, this is same way I sound. <laughs> right, like what's the difference? Like I'm gonna need you to do some enhancements or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna just build my own studio and have my own engineer come in because you ain't doing nothing different. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So when everything is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? The one that changed my family's direction forever. Like, I want to be the one that you got a, a AP foundation and every every kid, every grandkid is getting something for generations and generations and generations. So they collecting my royalties from now to whenever. Like, 
I just want I just want to be impactful. I want to change a lot of the negative negativity that was in the family. I just want to put us on a path of prosperity and greatness. I love that. That is so sweet. You know, and I think a lot of people are so focused on living for right now, and you're literally focused on living for the future of your entire family, and that is such yeah. a beautiful space to be in, for sure. Yeah, for me, all all of us, like we gotta we gotta do better. We gotta do better, like setting up the following generation that yeah most definitely that there's no regression because it, it makes no sense that i'm i'll be rich i live the best life and my grandkids my great grandkids are suffering not, exactly not it <laughs> absolutely so what is next for ap nas what do we have to look forward to Right now, I'm working on a couple projects. I'm about to drop a freestyle video with FGS on productions, Fly Guy shit. That's run by a close friend of mine, another artist, T Boozy, and we have a couple. We have a lot of tracks together too. Um, but he has his platform coming out, and. I'm coming on that, and we're gonna we we we, we gotta do some numbers. So I'm gonna come with that A game, AP Glee. They know what's up. I love it. I love it. So go ahead and give your shout out. Tell everybody they can follow you, find you, and most importantly, book you. All right, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Denia Fella, inviting me. It's AP Nas. Like I said, coming from Brooklyn, New York, you can follow me on Instagram at APNAS, A.P underscore N-A-S. You can find me on any platform, screaming everywhere, right here as my name, A.P-N-A dollar sign, Nas. And, yeah, I'm here. We got a lot more coming. We got a lot more work. We working every single day, every single hour, every single minute, and... We're going up. That is definitely what's up. Oh, thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate you. Yes, thank you. And also, I want to give a special shout out and ask you guys to support Maui, that wildfire. Yeah, so please donate to Please um, donate to www.hope4maui.org. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Truly appreciate you. Thank you for everything that you continue to do. And I look forward to all of your new projects. Make sure when you have your new project, bring it right back here so we can showcase it on Denia Radio. Definitely. I'll, you'll be the first one I'll, I'll contact with it. That is definitely what's up. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. Take care. Bye.